Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I hope this episode finds you well as always. Dex and Jake here to talk all things Sheffield Wednesday with a little bit of ramble towards the beginning. Lots of football this week. Not necessarily a lot to talk about on the Wednesday front. There is there is quite a few uh, tasty bits in there, shall we say. Yeah. But um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of football going off in general. So plenty to talk about in that regard. How has your week been, mate? Uh, it it been a weird one because I saw you. <laughs> oh yeah, them. I did that. Yeah. Didn't I? <laughs> Random method saying, "Are you in?" I went, "Yes." Can I have a cup of tea? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been good. It's slowly getting bits sorted and stuff. Um, having to do massive like birthday and Christmas shops now because it's getting to that point where it's getting stupidly close. And having a little one go, my birthday's in so many weeks because she's learnt how many weeks it in. It's starting to get on my nerves. Oh, you've, you've absolutely ruined yourself there. Oh, tell me about it. It wasn't That's even, it wasn't even me that taught her. No. Um, but yeah, so she's like, it's so many weeks every day. But to be fair to her, she wasn't very well this weekend. So she's she's got all the germs from school and apparently going around everywhere. So we're just praying no one else gets it. Yeah. Um it's it's um Lurgy season. It is Lurgy season in general. Um How's your week? Oh, it's, I forgot I, yeah, I forgot that. That was this week, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> I had a I had a meeting near you, so I was like, Are you actually in? So I randomly find myself in your part of the world. It was it was the thing when you sent me, Are you in? And I was like there's never a point where I'm not in. Where can I go? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. I, I don't know. No, you'll be polite. Yeah, exactly. You're I didn't want polite. to impose. I didn't no, want to I, impose. I was definitely in, definitely doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I uh, I sat in that chair that you, you are did? currently sitting in. Yes, and you, you, you kind of went, why you got that? I should have that. <laughs> yeah. I got toys that make him very jealous when it comes to audio equipment. Now. You've got what now? Toys that make you very jealous when it comes to audio equipment. Now, if what I said, I saved it at the end before you finish the sentence. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a bit. It's. I'll say it now. My setup's a little bit. Over- it's op. It's, it's op. You don't need all those things. He's just getting annoyed because I've got him and he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I still need to borrow one of the things off you, actually. I you do. To, I need to do that and test it out and see if I like it. But how's your uh, week been? Um, what did I do? Oh, I'm at this stage of life now. <laughs> so I saw you Monday. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. It wasn't Monday. <laughs> you saw me I, there was a, there was a week up until that point. You saw me Thursday. So what did I do on Monday? We did this podcast on Monday. We did. I did the career modes. That sounded like that was a royal pain in the backside of well. I was I was doing adult things, finance things, um, <laughs> which I still need to finish. Yeah. I'm lazy and I put things off. Um, I'm not lazy. I just put things off to, to put other things in the way. Um, and then. Yeah, midweek. Oh, well, this weekend I I did get the new Pocket Monsters. Oh, any good? It's actually it's buggy as, but like it's actually quite fun. Ah. Me, me and Soph were were playing it on Sunday and sat, sort of Saturday night, and we were like, "This is 
This is yeah. actually good. They've actually made a Pokemon game that could be played with adults. It's not completely for kids. Like I'm just doing this because I was a child. It's sort of like, oh, okay, there's some thought and intrigue in this. It's like interesting watching Nintendo what they're doing next because. They're in an interesting point where they can kind of go off that tag of it's a children console and not because they've got some good things coming in the world. They never will, though. No, they won't. Oh, they're, 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 they, sh- they shouldn't do because they print money. They literally just print money. There is a Switch 2 coming out. Yeah, it's like, it's like a Switch Pro isn't it, or something like no. that. No. Oh, that's dead now. They, they are... The the design is... They, they probably will try and keep the Switch branding, but I'm telling you now, they won't do it. They won't call it like a Switch U or something because the Wii U was so bad mm. because they thought loads of people, general consumers, saw Wii U and thought it was like an add-on for the Wii. Yeah, They need to make a clear generation. I think they will use the sh- the Switch format, but if they called it like Switch Pro and it was a new Switch, right? Yeah. Or they do. I mean, then again, this is the company that did the new Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, true. <laughs> that then had... Gate that then had games you couldn't play on the yeah. Nintendo 3DS because they were the new Nintendo we 3DS. We all the time. We've been playing a lot of uh, the Switch boats and we've been playing a lot of the bowling and McKenna started to like playing the games as well, which is good. Um, my main thing at the minute, and it, it was the same last time, I've been getting really into Call of Duty all of a sudden because I've just found a game which I can just not really concentrate, but also wind the hell up of people on the proximity chat because people take it way too seriously. Why do you even have chat on? Um, because I thought I thought I literally started playing one of the new game modes, um DMZ. And it worked quite well if you talk to them, you can get a little bit of group going to get the loot. I don't like loot crate things and I hate them. And it may I'm surprised I'm actually getting into because I can't stand loot crate games. It dubbed my head in. I just, I'm I'm all cool. I started playing like the usual kill confirm, team deathmatch, all that kind of stuff. And it was like, brilliant, great. I'm enjoying the game mode. So I thought, let's have a look at the new stuff just to see what it is. And the first time in my life and gone, what is this? And gone, oh God, I'd hit that age up that I'm old. Yes, you are an old man. I am. We have established that you're an old man. Very um... much though. It's just... But really got into it. But there are the bits of the game, if you can get it with a group of players, it's really good fun, like randoms. And joined a couple of Discord chats after that, talking to people who were just talking. But then I got into a situation where I was in a lobby and the people were just just not fun. They were toxic as hell, the usual Call of Duty community. So I decided to start with uh, the first bit was I would play the game while my other half had the uh, headset on, and they were all being really thingy with I, I have, I've, I have uh, done something similar in the past. Yeah. And Hello! Was, yeah, it was all going really nicey-nicey, and then at the drop of a hatch, you just go like that. <laughs> and that was my turn on my team. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I just think... I just think we need to stop with the same game every year. Yeah. I say that and I play FIFA. FIFA FIFA Football Manager. I haven't played that yet, actually. I haven't played that yet either. I've literally got no time to get into that because that is a problem game, that. Right? That is a game that I look at the hour. 
and yeah. you, two days later you haven't slept. That's the game. I'm already on the podcast. Hang on. That's the game that you can like look at your hours played and think, what am I doing with my life? Right. I- I had that. I'm like that with that and Civilization VI. Both of those games are a problem for me. So the games that are a problem for me with that are Football Manager, the Truck Simulators, and Farm Simulator. Because I just get immersed into the whole system. Mm. And it's it's weird because it hasn't been a great year gaming-wise in terms of stuff. So I'm intrigued to see what happens next year. I'm trying to... I'm trying to write more music again because I've not I've just been so busy my brain's gone out of that mode and because I've been doing it for so much work I'm like write your own music again man mm. and I've just been starting everything because I don't know I think I showed this on the podcast you have I've still not took the stickers off it yet I, I bought I bought this jazz bass it's like, a very nice bass actually back in April to do a load of work with and do a load of writing and prep work and stuff and it was like I've, I realised I'd not written enough on it yeah so i just started writing some bass lines oh nice having some fun with it um would and, your and, and ideal from bass and oh. we will we will start talking about football but your ideal setup once you like get to a point would it be where you could like reach an instrument it's already plugged in into a recording software you can just go uh yes ideally but also for example you, you need to put things in a case yes these strings because uh, I don't put this in the case, so this is my to-hand base. You do see the strings getting more wear on it because they're exposed to the elements a little bit more. They sort of get destroyed. So yeah, no, I would be a bit more careful with with that. But yes, I would like I would like plug and play stuff. I also need a new guitar, but that's that's a problem. That's when I can afford it. Thing I do, I want a strap. Oh, a that's nice. Yeah, I, I want a proper strap. Um, for a lot you, of the stuff I, I'm writing now, I think a strap would work as well. And then I stopped. <laughs> I've got a really nice, I've got a really nice amp which can model a strap. It's a, uh, it's a Hughes and Kettner valve, which is, which is, re- it's a really nice. So when I do a lot of the crunchy stuff on the EP, I can, I can use my SG and yeah. kind of make it sound a little bit stratty. But it's, it it's doesn't beat an actual strap it, though, does it? No, it doesn't. It, it's, it you, sound can get quite close actually, but the feeling just doesn't feel right and there's a different way i play guitar when i play a strat yeah. the, the neck feels completely different so yeah cool. anyway let's get into the uh sheffield wednesday part of the talking yeah. wednesday podcast as we eventually always do you can uh leave nice reviews on podchaser and apple podcasts you can also click join below if you are on the youtube version of this podcast but the news this week starts with Actually, it's not even the news. We're on a match review because Sheffield Wednesday did have a match this week and it was against Shrewsbury Town. How did you find this one, Jake? First half, we were superb. Looked really good. Played some good football. Uh, Mark McGuinness getting on the score sheet. Absolutely fantastic. I think that was his first goal for the club and it was the return of Shea Dunkley. So it was interesting because he had a lot of the players' numbers. He really knew how to defend us and how we'd go forward. But... Second half, we got to stop this kind of letting teams just run at us and just let them go at us because it's going to be an issue against teams who are a bit better. And that's not me being disrespectful to Shrewsbury, but teams who can finish and probably 
do a lot better because they had about three or four chances that went past uh, Stockdale Post and were very, very lucky that they didn't go in because they were close to doing. And it's one of those things where you see this as it's going forward and it will become an issue. But the the nice thing about it is we got the goal when we did, but we d- still had this ability to switch off and not play for a full 90, like get to the 80 and it's still not in the bag. But last season, this is a game we would have lost again. It's learning to win ugly and we're starting to get there a little bit. And I don't know, it's just, I understand why people are angry at times when we have games like this. But at the same time, you have to have games like this or it doesn't work. I I keep hearing this, right? I keep hearing this against better teams, not just from you, by the way, but and I've said it probably in the past, against better teams will get punished if we keep doing this, 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 and this. But we keep getting these victories, and I know we're not up against mm. the better team, but when we actually, we do play differently against the better teams. Oh, yeah, we do. So my argument is, if it's working, don't I, I, I don't care. The- I genuinely don't care, right? Because we're not getting punished like we were last season. And we're I- doing... And the stats, if you look back, yeah. you don't look at the you don't look at the performances. You don't. No. I think I think it says a lot about this team this season that we're not relying on like just the Lee Gregory to get goals. They're coming from everywhere, which helps. The Wednesday fan base doesn't know what to do, Jake. Right. <laughs> Confused. Because isn't it? they're like, we need to moan. So now they're trying to turn wins into negatives by any means yeah, necessary. I, I, oh, well, I, it's not good enough, is it? We should I be putting did, four I or did, five I did them. see uh, football Twitter and go, we won. Why are you moaning? And yeah. There's that later that we're going to bring up, which is interesting. Which I oh, the, the, these strikers need to actually put away the fit. Yeah, yeah, that's all valid, right? But can we just like not detract from the fact that we're winning, right? We don't have to win everything three and four nil. I'm taking them. And you know what? As long as we as long as we do switch on against the bigger teams, which Wednesday love to rise to the occasion on those moments. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Oh, definitely. It's one of those interesting situations at the minute with Wednesday because like I said, a lot of the fan base don't know how to take this because they they need something, don't they, to moan about. Mm-hmm. It does seem that kind of thing. We need something to moan about. And can we? While I feel, I feel cool. like I feel like we're backing away from the topic if we don't mention it because we didn't talk about whether we were going to talk about this at the start or not. Yeah, I re- and we usually we decide on whether we're going to talk about it, but I guess now I've raised it. God, the start of the game. Mm, yeah, the booing. <sighs> I want to put. I've had my view on this in the past. Yeah, and anybody who knows me can call me a virtual signal signal or whatever. I think a lot of people, it's like with this World Cup, people will justify their politics in football if it's something they disagree with. Usually mm-hmm. they say that, right? But I think, I was actually listening, and I want to give Rob Stanton some credit here, I was listening to Football Evan on the way back, and he said, why don't you, if you don't agree with it, why don't you just do nothing at all? Yeah, exactly. They don't need to boo. And they turned right. around and said at the start of the season, some team will pick when they're going to do what they're doing. Some game we've done ours already. I think it has said it's on the clubs who want to do it and pick which games they want to do it. At the end of the day, it's not causing you any issue or pain watching them I, do it. I just think 
with the things in foot, because I am seeing this now, a lot of people are trying to justify the World Cup as well by just going, oh, keep politics out of football. That is actually egregious on another level because that's human rights, that's right? Hard. That's hard to keep politics out of football when, where it is. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where it's like, right, I have made the decision to watch the World Cup, okay? That doesn't mean I have to be happy with about hardly any of it, right? Mm. I'm not. And I, I, said to, I said to Sophie yesterday, actually, I'm not... When have you ever known me not to watch an opening match of something? Mm. And genuinely, I was... We were playing that game. Yet we were playing. We were just gaming yesterday because it's Monday the time we record this. And I was like, "Oh, I saw the score from yeah. the opening match." And I completely, I was so disenfranchised and disenchanted, whatever the the uh, appropriate phrasing would be, with the World Cup that I didn't even know that it had kicked off. <laughs> it's also the time of year that it's in as well. Like I've spoke to a couple of friends of mine who are Championship fans and Premier League fans. It's like, oh, you're excited for the World Cup? I've got a season still going on. No. If you were going to get people excited for it, you stop all the leagues, not just the big two. Well, I remember today, that again, I watched 15 minutes of the... I will talk about that later, actually. We'll talk about England a little bit later on. But we're going back to that point. Um, I just think if you... I just think that the... the I think Rob put it better than I could have... I've, 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 way I've thought about it for a while, to be honest. Just if you actually are saying that you aren't, you aren't, let's put it in 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 blunt words, you aren't a racist and you think it's just political. Just don't do anything at all. You yeah. don't need to boo. Because the people that blo- boo blatantly look like they are blooing, booing people making yeah. a, a statement for what they believe is supporting an anti you know, an anti racist yeah. message. And they talk and then the people will throw it back to when when kick it out and all that sort of stuff. Just just abstain. All right. You know what if the you, word if you genuinely don't like that. To me. Whereas Brighty was there. One of the games Bright come to and that happens and him going on Facebook going, what's going on? Why, why is this a thing? Someone please explain this to me. And yeah. that's someone who's a legend who just doesn't know now what to do. It's difficult because we'll, yeah. we'll, the, we'll, the, we'll have the usual people who don't want to talk about it. Um, they'll be like, it's virtue signaling or you, you're talking this it's all it's clearly political i don't support this i don't uh it's that movement you know and i i've heard the same things for for a while now but in my opinion you if you think it's lost its message or anything that's that is your opinion i don't i don't agree with it but that doesn't mean it just doesn't mean I, the, the problem i've got is with booing because booing it we're lowering ourselves yeah. as a fan base also can i just say Massive respect to Alice Scott for putting the armband on her arm after oh, for, uh, yeah after FA said we were well that's ridiculous as well that 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 cop is going to get into so much legal trouble FIFA yeah. uh, uh, did you see the FIFA opening yeah, speech by I the way the, I saw the FIFA presidents thing oh well yeah. we can't say anything in your Europe for three thousand we should have be apologising for three thousand more years yes mate but the problem is we've stopped <laughs> that's the yeah. point we're making we've stopped. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's no, there's not like, you're not lining up to bloody, uh, I can't even make light of it because it's genuine. I was, I was going to, yeah, I'm not. But, you're but, not, but, you, well, you know where I was going, right? Yeah. You don't, we work, we don't do those sort of things well, to people for just being who they are. I'll go on one here. That's an interesting one because we'll get back on to the 
grip because <laughs> bet three six five. Uh, I don't even know if I want it. Like, hang on, how this it, is it, the way this I, is going to go know, as well. I know where this is. All the comments are going to go, and we know where it's going to go. But bet three six five. Sheffield Wednesday's record at Hillbrook, the Darren Moore in League One, he played thirty three, one twenty two, eight draws. Three defeat, 72 goal scored, averaging 2.8 per match, 71 point taken for a possible 96. And he got the best wing record of any Sheffield Wednesday manager. Yet people still want him out. What do you want more from the man? If Ipswich and Plymouth weren't doing what they're doing, we'd be top. I wonder if there's a. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> that is literally just lighting the flame. Yes, I'll tell you what is. I was going to say later. Um, no, I think he's doing a fantastic job. Um, it, if with what it, like we have just got some ridiculous performers in Plymouth and Ipswich, but he's it's the unity in the squad and the fact that I do feel like we can go out and beat everyone again. And I've said this before; I've not felt that way since early Carlos. Mm. That team, that you know, the the first season yeah. with Carlos, where we we were, where I felt like we could just go out and beat anybody. And you can see from the interviews that the player's doing, there's something there. And the interesting thing is, like, every time there's an interview with a player, last season it was, we're looking over our shoulders to see what's happened. This season it's, we're just concentrating ourselves. We don't can care what Can you imagine voting when we're three points off top? I know! <laughs> we're three points off top. We're one point off automatics. The table looks like this. Plymouth are at the summit with 43 points. Ipswich, 41 points in second. We are 40 points in third. However, this is the impressive thing. This shows the performance of those three sides. Peterborough United are in fourth place. 31 points. There is a nine-point gap. A nine-point gap. And that is what we're doing. You want to talk about it in terms of where we were last season, right? Uh, I'm not going to give you those comparisons right now, but I'm talking about like, Portsmouth, who are in seventh, just outside of the playoffs. You know, Wednesday were like, oh, it's playoffs. So we're looking at playoffs, really, aren't we, last season? 29 points. That's 11 points. It's a very tight league as well. If you actually look at the bottom, all bottom clubs are on 14 points. Mm -hmm. And there's already a gap between 21st and 20th appearance. It's... um... I do think, I think we're still due. The way I want to spin this as well, we're due our best run mm, yeah. in terms of actual form. Not scratch. You talk about the performances. What happens when we really do start kicking on then? If we're doing this and like we're scraping we did by. at the end of this. It's something Barry Bannon said in his interview, said we were always better second end of the season. Because yeah. we were chasing. And I think that's where our ability from... Most of the seasons of most recent times, we've always done a little bit apart from the season we got relegated, but we did take that down to the last game. So you could technically say we did claw it back to a point. But we are better when we're second half of the season. We've never been a good starting team and it just shows you how the mentality shifted a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about the League One review then. So, um, Portsmouth drew 0-0 with Derby County. Exeter lost to Ipswich. Couldn't couldn't hold out. Ipswich beat them 2-0. Yeah. 
Late equalisers in the Burton Plymouth match meant that ended in two all, which is fantastic. Ninety seventh minute and Plymouth fans were fuming, especially since a lot of them had to get coaches and cards because of the train strike. Yeah, that's doing. That's actually quite annoying. That is. Yep. Uh, I've got some things this week actually where public transport was going to be involved, even though I hate using it. But I don't even know if I can because of the strike. The strikes are yeah. coming, aren't they? So. That really did help us. <laughs> Wednesday, obviously, beat Shrewsbury 1-0. Barnsley beat MK Dons 3-1. MK Dons are looking rough. Mm, they, look, well. they look like the... The problem is, apparently, the good performances, but good performances don't equal points. <laughs> well, no, if you look at them on paper, they just look rough, don't they? Mm. And that's, again, you talk... That's what we're saying. That's what I was saying, man. Yeah. We're moaning about that, the performances, but we're getting the points. Would you rather look amazing and not be getting those points? Exactly. Thank you. Cheltenham won Wickham nil. Oxford United won. Forest Green won. Cambridge United nil. Accrington Stanley won. Fleetwood won. Bolton two. Bristol Rovers won. Peterborough nil. So Bristol Rovers beating Peterborough there. Peterborough did have a red card there. Lincoln City two. Morecambe won. Port Vale won. Charlton nil. So that Plymouth match really helping Wednesday out. Um, Some news about some... Young players. More was speaking to the star. We've we, Rio Shipston apparently is going to be one of the youngsters that gets offered a contract. He said, "Well, Moore's quote was he was one of them without a doubt mm. that he's he's wanting to keep around." So, have you you seen much of this lad? You heard much? He's he's a decent little talent, and we got a couple of them in this little. You know when you get your academy team, you get teams where there's just odd little gems where the club wants to have a look and just keep them around. We've got about three or four of them at the minute, which is working out to our advantage. The big thing for us is this is going to be how we start using the academy. They need to show us that they can come through to the academy because Delhi's shown that you can do it. Liam Shaw's shown that you can do it. Udagidi's shown that you can do it. Brennan's kind of shown that you can do it. There are pathways to get in now, and it will be interesting to see how many of them will eventually just push on a little bit because there's a lot of good young talent in there. And there's another Kadamartri kid, and he's a Wednesday yes. player, and he's going after Bailey's record now. So we could have it that we have both Kadamartri lads in our team at some point if they keep going the way they're going. Kadamartri to Kadamartri. That would be awesome. <laughs> Two up top. I'm not going to lie. That'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, you imagine the argument for taking penalties. Just, I just like can you imagine the commentators. <laughs> that that I can just imagine streaming it, going, "No, not that one. The other one." <laughs> yeah. Right. Has, have we got an update on uh, Windass's injury? Um, it's a groin it's... injury. That's all we know. It's a groin issue. Yeah, well, it was which... a strain, wasn't it? Yeah. Hope I have a funny feeling he will not play against Manfield in the cup. I think there's a lot of them that are not going to play, and he'll probably be back for Derby. But we do look a different team when he's not playing, which is slightly worrying. Um, I know there's a lot of people still uh, undecided on Wilkes, he hasn't played enough games yet, but I get it. But we need to have another outlet. And if Wilkes is that, we're going to have to get behind him and just give him that support. But Windass having another mini little injury would not be what we want because he's been decent this season. 
Yeah, he's it's it's he's, he's quite explosive, Windus. Mm. He's um he's he's the kind of player you want to to give you that pace. <laughs> um to to definitely live. I don't know what you're on about. I don't more. I don't know what you're on about. No one said he got no pace. Nah, I know. I know. Only fools, right? And if there's a podcast out there and says otherwise it's fake news. <laughs> I never said it. It was a deep fake. Careful where you go with that, mate. I know. Careful where you go. But no, we well, definitely we definitely don't dead. want to be we don't we definitely don't want it. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> Some people are weird, man. Yeah, I know. Some people are really weird. <laughs> weird. Um, so the moving on from Windass, we definitely don't want him getting an injury uh, a long term. I think it'll be a case of just resting him, getting him back. Doesn't see. Hopefully, doesn't seem too serious. It doesn't seem it on the on from what we've heard, but it's. You never know with these injuries; they can get something, and it can it can set them back. And the setbacks are what get Wednesday quite. That's what got Windass the season, really. Yeah. So, let's talk a bit, a little bit about Barry Bannon. So, the star have done a piece talking about how when they spoke, he spoke to the media. He did that interview a little while ago. I think they've. Uh, he was on um, player duty before Darren on Friday. Yeah. Barry Bannon has said this in quote, I'm quite confident that I'll be here next year unless something dramatic, uh, dra- dramatic, drastic comes. It should be hit. It's close. In terms of what he's talking about there is he's talking about the fact that he's got a clause in his contract and he's not specified what that clause is. Is it an appearance based clause? Appearance. The fact he, he, have, say, he, said, he, said, he said he got it's something along the lines of if he gets so many appearances and reaches it. Oh, no, sorry, it is. It. Sorry, yeah, no. Yeah. He's not said how many appearances no. it is. That's what I mean. He's not disclosed how many. Uh, it is an appearance based clause, but he's not disclosed. Yeah. But if he's close to it, we, that's actually good for the club, keeping him on another year. You know what? That's a, that. I will say that is a smart piece of business, especially with someone who you know he's very. Influential, no, wrong word, right word, I don't know. Uh, influential, yeah. Yeah, uh, to, in the way you play. He's someone who's your captain, you understand that he's getting to an age, so you go, right, if you can hit these amount of games, still, you get a new deal. We had it with Hutch. Hutch had a similar thing where he had so many games, he would get a new deal. I think this is a smart thing for a player, I'm not going to say the words, who's so good at what he does and is always reliable. For us. So it makes it's very smart by the club letting him have that clause in because he knows he'll play week in, week out. But also, I think this is a very clever way of giving someone a three-year deal without giving them a specific three-year deal. Mm. Because for all intents and purposes, if he plays all those matches and stays fit into his thirties as he is now, yeah, that's why you're saying, "Well, you'll be here for you'll be here for three year, uh, three more years." Yeah, you know, we're giving you a three-year deal. Because... It's very similar to what Chelsea used to do, though, didn't they? They used to you got to thirteen, you just had a rolling one year contract. Yeah, I th- I think I don't think he needs to do that. Though I think it's a case of I think if he he, he does well next season, yeah, specifically, and he still sees that maybe that's when you start looking at one year stuff. But I think for for somebody like Barry, the way you do give it a you do give him a little bit of respect back, and you give him the one year with an option, and you do the same thing. It's also a sign of respect from him knowing that 
to, in a club point of view, he knows he can play week in, week out. And it's also, he's already said his love for the club and how things are. And he's just, yeah, Barry Bannon gets some stuff from people uh, at times and you read it and you go, yeah, he's had a bad game. He's allowed to have one or two bad games. But then you look at like, I got a Plymouth fan messaging me this week saying, how is he in the team of the week? Uh, for the EFL, like him and Mark McGinnis were in team of the week. It's like, how is he not? Like, mm. the problem is he just does things at times which we're so used to seeing and opposition fans go, oh, that's amazing. But because we're so used to seeing it, we, it's like, that's just Barry Bannon being Barry Bannon. We take him for granted. Yeah. No doubt. Like, you actually watch him. We need he, to start uh, looking for the next one. And I think did you, Somebody with that much technical ability, that good on the ball... Delhi's Delhi's a good person who should be being monitored, not monitored, mentored by Barry Bannon because he could do it. But it's still up in the air whether he'll actually be a Wednesday exactly. player. And that's the main problem we have at this club is there's not enough players with the character. I'm not saying uh, Delhi doesn't, by the way. But it, it's one of those... Also, it's, it's Fizz, in it? It, it? it goes by Fizz. So yeah. it's... I'm not saying he doesn't have that, but with... With Barry, it's his character, and and you see it come through. And he's yeah. had actually he's had chances to prove it, and they don't make many players like that anymore. I will be we'll very, see it very in and out at Wednesday. Interested to see if Barry's going. Look at what the other two lads done. What they done? Stay here. Your well, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Like Shaw's back at League One. Shaw's down at League One level. Yep. You know, he was higher than that with Wednesday, but he could have actually, if he'd have stayed in this squad, he could have been starting every match for us last season. Yeah. In a league he's now in. Yeah. And Yogidi is somewhere in Belgium. I think he's on another loan there. Yeah. I just think, um, I think you're right. We do need, we do, we've got some talent in that midfield. And I do think it'll be one of those things that when we lose Barry Bannon, when he eventually obviously has to retire. I think he'll probably retire with us. Yeah, right. I can see that. I think you'll you'll realize how influential he's been in this side, and we'll because we'll have to change our we'll have to change a lot of our play. Look at look at how we were when we lost Westwood. We knew how good of a keeper was. He was just so myth independable, and it took us a while to get that. And I think we kind of got it with Dotdale. Dotdale's very experienced and does the job. I think when they're not stupid, they know they need to start looking for the next person like a Barry Bannon to come in. I'm very confident at the moment with our current uh, recruitment staff and Darren that they, they could find someone like that to be that because it's still there. Like Will Vokes is still very good at doing that in a similar way to when he came in, uh, Barry came into Wednesday. So have we already done it, but in a different way? Maybe. We've, we've definitely brought in some good midfield players and a lot of people say, well, could Byers be captain material uh, yeah. in the future? Could he be that midfielder? You never know, but I do oh, see Barry Byers. Did you by any chance see Byers' Instagram uh, stories? I didn't, but I'm going to finish that topic here. Barry Bannon, I think he's staying. Yeah. Go on, talk to me. Uh, if that depends uh, if I actually decide to clip that topic out, Jake. You're great at, at ruining my segues of a perfect exits. Go on. They had their Christmas due this weekend down in London and it went down very quickly. 
But there was a really good clip of Will Vokes putting some moves out on the damp floor. And it seems like there was really good camaraderie with the lads and everything. Also, I feel a little bit gutted for Darren Moore. Uh, when he started his interview, he hasn't even been able... They, all the squad and everyone else have managed to get their pick for the uh, World Cup sweet state. And he hasn't even had a pick yet when he went to it. Like, no, I haven't had any yet. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, when you ask me if I've seen photos and stuff, you do. I don't stalk the players like you do, Jake. For once, I didn't. Fair enough. Right. Speaking of Volks, actually. Um, oh, he's 29. I thought he was younger. There's been... He's been doing some mental health work, hasn't he? He's been... Mm. He's been to a session. Talk me through that a little bit, Jake. So the club has got something going at the moment on a Monday. Their talk talk club on Monday evenings, it's between 6 and 8 p.m. every Monday. And it's a way of getting the club to speak to more men and how to open up. And Will Vokes have been someone who's been very open about him nearly quitting football after Cardiff and wanting to be done. And... It's. I think this is a very crucial thing that the club are doing. And the fact that we put something in place where other Wednesdayites, who are male, who can go and say, it, it's okay to talk about something that feels not right to talk about with like someone else or other men who may get it. I think it makes sense. Like it, it said, it's a really good night nice chat and it's what it's all about. Everyone was talking about their own scenario, challenges going on in their lives. The big thing was improving your score from start to finish. We gave a score out of 10 at the start of the session, talked for an hour and a half, an hour and a half, and then give a score afterwards and we'll improve. So it just shows it'll help talking can do. I took part in these sessions as it was a regular part of the group. I thought if I'm going to go, I want to go properly and not just sit there. So I particularly in every way helped me as well because we all go through challenges and tough spells with mental health. I came out there feeling better. He went on to say, I didn't want to be there as Will the footballer. I was just a normal person. I enjoyed it and I got a lot out of the sessions. It's really important. Men don't talk enough about mental health and suicide is the biggest killer of men under the age of 35. So talking about it and the first prevention to stop it, to get in the point, to get into that point. And I think this is really smart by the club. That was and a quote, by the way. It was, yes. From the Wednesday website. But I think this is a really smart thing by the club, and I'm surprised it's not been properly put out there. And it should do. It should be put out a little bit more. Um, and I think it was on the it was on the website. It's it's one of those things that at least we're getting into these initiatives a little bit more. Mm. People are talking about it more. It's more of a case of don't use it as tokenism. Use it as as an actual support network and just know there's places to go. And I, what I like to see is actual groups forming and yeah. people, what I hate to see is people using it for publicity and when it's that sort of thing, because yes, there was a time where people talking about it was fantastic, but there is also a time that people use it for clout. So I actually prefer to see things like support groups and, mm. and places for people to actually talk and actual solutions for actually everyday people. That is more more beneficial because that's the stuff that's actually potentially going to help people and they're going to pick up the phone or they're going to, you know, go and speak yeah. to somebody. And I think and that's, that's the stuff that's where that line, I, di- I didn't want to be there, Will, the footballer, means a lot. He wanted to be Will, the person. 
Um, I just think uh, it's just not going to. It's 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 an issue that needs that's never going to go away. It's no. always going to be a thing, and it's always going to have its it's going to have its high points, and it's going to have its time where where the the, the uh, it's it's you know it's it's not as prevalent for for everybody. But times like we're, what we're heading into and what we're currently in, it's rough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we need we need more of that because it's oh man, at the minute it's just it's a it's like looking like there's no light. Yeah. It, you know, and it it's like very, it's one thing after another. It's very depressing and feel like there's no... It feels like you just keep digging a hole and the deeper you go, it's the more you, more stuff gets thrown in. And I think finding a way of getting around that, I think this is a great idea. Yeah. I'll throw it in like, I think I think the way I specifically get through stuff is, and through life, I guess, is setting short-term stuff to look forward to that's mm. one thing that i found and sometimes it can get to a point where that's not actually even helpful but like if you, you i don't know just having even giving yourself sort of mental short-term breaks of stuff you know going i've got to do this and then i can do it and trying to compartmentalize it that sort of thing especially when stuff you, mate, gets harder the podcast came at like the perfect time for me when mm. it came to it because it's I was really struggling that point when you initially reached out about doing this. And then I had something to look forward to. I had someone else to talk and just have a friendship there and which it's grown into be. And it's I look forward to having these Monday podcasts because we can just talk and enjoy it. You know what I mean? And it's like one of those small things. Like, like it's a joke in my household because uh, Dex has been called a number of times, right? Are you off to see your Monday wife then? Yeah. <laughs> but it is that because we talk we talk a lot and it's one of those things where this really helped me at the time because at the time I think I was struggling to figure out where I was and then having something else to do. Like a lot of people see what we do in terms of social media, in terms of YouTube stuff. You do YouTube, it's very much, you do your video and then you're done and you react to your audience. It's very rare you get to build a community like we've done. That's why I've, I've honestly, like, I think we we, we sort of helped because it, it helped each other because we were talking through COVID and we, we had this friendship and we started this podcast. That's why I want to keep the quality there on the podcast, but it's why I've never been concerned with having, like, it being the biggest thing. Yeah. And even in, you know, the Wednesday circle sort of thing. I don't need... The clout, I don't need the, oh, we are this, you know, we we represent all the fans sort of thing. No, we're just sort of like a, we've got our community and we, we speak, we speak our mind on it, but we're not controlled by anything. We don't, we don't obsess over getting the, you know, we've not our guests, for example, that's something we talked about doing and it's something we definitely would do if we could get, if we could... To be honest, if we could get the right sort of situation, we've had conversations and we've 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 not got it to a point where we want to make it work comfortably at the minute. But there is there is still things that could happen yeah. there. But like, it's not about. I don't want to draw in false views because I've been speaking to somewhere where people might not actually like me myself, and they're watching because of the. the and I know that's how podcasts can grow. Don't get me wrong; it's how podcasts whack the views. They're talking because they're interested in the person there, but I actually think talking crap for 92 episodes mm. and still talking crap is the uh is the side of it that i enjoy 
Yeah. And you I don't I don't always chase it. Now, don't get me wrong, if I want if I wanted to go uber competitive and I dropped some of my other work stuff and I was like com- in terms of like let's let's focus on this, let's get the guests, let's yeah. do this, let's make this my job. I'd be a bit of a different animal. But at the minute I'm not in that 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 mindset, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yes. Um let's talk about Wednesday's next match. So, no league match we play this is this Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, it's this Saturday. Uh, this Saturday. Football. Yeah, can you tell I'm going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we play Mansfield in the FA Cup second round. We don't need to talk through the stats, even though we are, they are very nicely in the document. What do you think? How do you think we're going to go into this one? Um, not a bad little team this season, Mansfield, and that's oh. not but they are doing really well in League Two. Uh, I spoke about them a couple of times, and another team. I think they nearly got promotion last season. It'll be interesting to see what reception is like because there is a history there with Wednesday, as everyone remembers. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's another game where you know Patterson's going to be the lead leading the line again. And trying to bully him, and I think, and that I think that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. This is the perfect game for Callum Patterson, um, where he'll just enjoy. It. I'm inter- I'm going to be very intrigued what the team sheet is for this actually, because Darren Moore isn't one to really ref players in cup games. He's very much like just to go for it and give it a go. But considering Derby's the next league game, I'd be interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um I think it's one of those where we need to keep a winning mentality. We need to we need to test some things out, but not not sort of go for it. We've got another week between it, between Mansfield and Derby. Yeah. So we've we've got time. And I'm intrigued actually. I'm quite looking forward to see how we how we uh we approach it because it's our last cup competition to try out different yeah. players. Does Katamatri actually get a start? Mm. No. No, he doesn't. It's the answer. But um, I'm going to go into a community topic. And Luke Barron wrote in on the YouTube community section saying, uh, he said review, but preview, I assume, of the next five games for Wednesday. So I'm going to look at the... I'd save this to this week purely because we've got a match on the 3rd of December, the 10th of December, the 17th of December, the 26th of December, and the 29th of December. That gives us five games until the new year. And I think that's a good one to sort of talk about. So if we look at those matches, we've got... Derby away, Exeter away, Oxford at home, Fleetwood away, Vale, Port vale at home. Mm. Okay, so we've got two home matches and three away matches. If you look at that out of the out of the fifteen points available, how many do you think we're getting? Twelve. Twelve. Yep. So where do you see them coming from? I think one of them's going to be Derby. I'm going to go bold there. I know they've been a bogey team for us, but I think we've got that mentality now. Um, I'm just wondering where your mass lines up. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> not 12, is it? No. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, right, I'll go. Because technically, I mean, there's... I'll do it this way. I'll tell you where I think we'll win and lose. Because <laughs> we know which well, mass well, at some point. No, because 12 would, would assume... Basically, that you think we're we, we're winning four and getting and losing one. Mm. It's very and and yeah, pretty much. I think the big the big thing is we've got two away games back to back, which is going to be interesting. Derby is a bogey team for us anyway. 
if we get a result there, I'll be very happy. Exeter City, I think we get a win. I think for me, Oxford is probably where we might drop points. I know it's at home, but Oxford do have a different way of playing against us at times. Fleetwood Town win and then win at uh, Vale. I think we get 11 points. Fair enough. Where do you see it? I think it's three wins and two draws. Now those wins at home or away? So I think we're drawing with Derby and we're drawing with Oxford and we're winning the other three. Fair enough, yeah. Because we are scraping those teams. Yeah. But Oxford, we never do well against them, really. Um, And Derby, I think they'll want a point. They'll have a point to prove, so they'll probably scrape. Especially with how Lange playing this season. Yeah, there's too there's too much on that game for me to be confident. So, eleven points. Fair enough. And I'd take eleven out of fifteen. Oh god, yeah, definitely. If you offered to me now, I'd probably take it. It's it going to be very interesting where we are. Can you imagine if it's fifteen? It could be. It could very. It could could be. It could. But, but that will put us into a very interesting January because where do you go recruitment wise? And we would have to kick on as soon as that veil match is done and carry on. I think 11 points is also a little bit more realistic because say we beat Oxford in that, yeah. we've got the 26th, 29th situation. Yeah. So Boxing Day and then the 29th. So you've got the close proximity games around and Christmas. And you've got away and home. Yeah, away and home. So Fleetwood and then home for Port Vale. You could see dropping points on either one of those mm. depending on the legs. Yeah, definitely. It's it's gonna be interesting because I I'm confident, but I'm not if that makes sense. I'm just taking it very much like they say, it game by game. And so far we're doing all the right things right and we're winning ugly. Some people as we said at the start, people don't like it, but it's working. It's something we massively said last season we need to learn to win ugly. We're doing it now. Yeah. So it's what's needed. So it's like and I think this is where someone like David Stockdale is superb in net because he can just turn around and be himself. Because I was until it hurts me to say because I'm so against like the time wasting kind of stuff. But when you're needing points on the board, it works. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see us taking our foot off anytime soon. No. And he, we have shown this season every single time. We've taken a whack. We've come back. Yeah. And that's the difference this season. That's why I've not thrown my toys out of the pram. There was a point last season where I was like, oh, this is too this is too inconsistent mm. here. But this team at the minute, we lose. Like we lost to Barnsley, come back stronger next week. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. We do. And even if like even if it looks like there's going to be a little bit of a wobble, this team has sort of stamped that out. They've let it happen. One fixture, potentially dragging into a couple, but you get back on track and then you have a run again. I will say this is the, this is the first season we're probably seeing Darren Moore as Darren Moore, the manager, because last season was times where people were like, why is he not saying it? Why is he not doing this? He's a lot more vocal this season. He's a yeah. lot more at the players when it's not going right. He's had it at some point where they've gone for a water break and you've seen him pull a player and he's in the face going... Right, I need you to do this. You're not doing it. The big thing for me will be what happens with the lone players we've currently got, uh, Mighton, McGuinness, James, because James is starting to turn superb. Um, 
McGuinness, Cardiff, if you're watching, he's rubbish. He's not having a good thing. Leave him here. Just leave him here. He's not doing anything. And Mighton's starting to turn a corner. I can see Mighton being just told to stay there and carry on your development. I think I think you're just keeping me here. Because unless they go straight into the first team at their parent clubs, it it's one of those things that it does, it's not really beneficial. The one that worries me, McGuinness. Yeah. How are Cardiff doing? Not great. Not great at all at the moment. Um, my internet's just... I've realised I've not plugged my laptop in, so all my... They are currently 19th. Oh, okay, yeah, we're, prob- we're possibly losing Mark McGuinness. Which, if that's the case, we need to make sure we've got a backup ready. Even though McGuinness technically was the backup for Famiwo. It's a rough one, that one, isn't it, really? Mm. I really don't want to lose Mark McGuinness. Then again, you look at Blackpool. Blackpool are 23rd. You, but I can't, do you I can't think, think Reese James has shown enough consistently for Wednesday for them to call him up in a relegation scrap? No. Cardiff, on the other hand, yes. Yeah. That's the one that worries me. Yeah, same. Because he's just been so good. And again, what is it with this fan base and us falling in love with on loan defenders? Just saying, Michael Hector's still not signed anything yet. I think he's still a free agent. There's got to be a reason for that, though. Yes. There's got to be some sort of injury or something niggling. Anyway, that's all I've got for this uh, week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Anything to add, Jake? Uh, Just keep dry because the weather's dropped horrible. I think I woke up this morning at one degree. It was horrible. It was minus. I got up... Um, early early and it was minus one where i was minus two actually so that was fantastic you had the gas out people the car was very frozen so i had to i looked out the window and i was like it's not frost <laughs> and, uh, and then you looked at the calendar and went oh yeah that's about right actually <laughs> yeah well the oil light came on a couple of days ago, so I had to get some oil yesterday. And I went out really cold last night, so I was like, "So I don't have to do this tomorrow. Let's just top the oil up, and it's yeah. done, right?" Because I'd have, obviously had to let the engine cool. So I did that, and then I looked, and I was like, "I really did myself a favour." You did. <laughs> I really did myself a favour by going to do it last well, night rather than wait. Where you're patting yourself on the back in the morning, going, "Good job, well done." Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not. A massive fan of the Czech oil light coming on when I'm on the motorway, and I go, <laughs> "No, I can't imagine." And this is drinking a little bit too much now, <laughs> just a little bit too much. Oh, before I do finish, keep an eye on it, I'm not, an, I'm not an idiot. Before you finish, do you want an interesting one here? Go on then. So, Championship table: seventeenth Stoke City, eighteenth Bristol City, nineteenth Cardiff City, twentieth Hull City. All the cities, apart from Norwich. Well, Norwich are going to be a yo-yo forever, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But, but let me guess, top six? Go on. Norwich. Yeah. Yeah, fifth. Let me guess. Yeah, yeah. They're always around there. Top six is interesting. Millwall, Norwich, Watford, Blackburn, that lot from the other side, Burnley. Burnley top of the league? Yeah, 41 points. Interesting. Company's doing all right then, eh? This <laughs> is... Hey, you never know. You might be able to get your wish of getting Kyle Hudlin if Huddersfield go down and we go up. We did look at him. I don't think we'd buy him, though. No. 
No. Anyway, that's all we've got for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Take care, and we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.